up y'all? We're just here uh, loading the ball real quick for UCC part two with Gabe. Hey, hey, hey. Um, earlier we went uh, down Gabe's past and today we're just continuing on with that. Got Sep back in the room. Yeah. Welcome yeah, back, yeah. Sep. Welcome back. New father, back. newest father. Yes, sir. Come on now. Newest father, dad life. How's that been going for you, bro? Been crazy, blessed. Excited, yeah. tired, tired, <laughs> great, um, cold. It's November here in Utah, uh, but yeah, grateful, man. Grateful to be back and be with the boys, man. Well, Represent congratulations clubs. on that, dude. Gang, big ups. Big Can't wait to see how the fatherhood journey comes and like to be one of your boys and to be able to support yeah, you in boys. your fatherhood. You know what I mean? Shaking his uh, It's an honor to be a part of this journey <laughs> with you. You know what I mean? Amen. Hell yeah, Couldn't likewise. Be more grateful. Let's go, man. Little man's kicking, eating. So excited to have have him on the show. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next guest. Yeah. No, next guest. Yeah. So next, next guest. guest. You know what it is. Dang, man. Excited to be here, man. Interviewing Gabe. Getting it on today, man. Let's do it. Yeah, Full cheers crew. to the second UCC baby. UCC <laughs> baby. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. But yeah. Gabe, last time you went off, um, I think we ended on some numbers, and you, back in your, your childhood days, Wes wanted you to go more in-depth on on you pushing the stuff, man, on you getting around and, and getting yes. your finances yeah, dude. in line. You know, you said so, you had some, some trucks and stuff, and you were falling, but how did you get so to that point? That's the thing, dude. Like, you're when you're trapping, you're balling on a budget, right? Right. You, you make decent money and like yeah the pickups were a lot but that money never really recycles back to you in the way that you think it does once you push your packs out to where they need to go and especially where like I had a big homie that was taking care of me and like a lot of the financial stuff that I started up on was because of my big homie putting me on game you know what I mean right. and allowing me to step into places with him and take care of business mm -hmm. um so a lot of the money that I made, I, I just spent it super irrationally, right? Like I did have a bunch of cars and shit in high school, but it was like I bought a fucking car and I could barely put gas in it to go places. You know what I right, mean? Yeah. Like it's just like some priorities. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Priorities so like, just dumb. The bad. Just, yeah, yeah, just just I was just about like mobbing around being in Idaho in particular, yeah. like. <laughs> it doesn't seem like there's very much going on, but like the second that you get into a truck and you decide to go adventure, you know, <laughs> there's so much to yeah. do. There's so much going on. And there's, there's a lot to get really, in trouble with, too. Yeah, there is. And like, <laughs> there's some really to. dope, like, just like, like podunk hippie cats out there, too. Like, people don't anticipate Idaho having any hippies. Go near some of the, those creek beds up like West Yellowstone near Ashton. Like, Henry's Fork is a really beautiful spot. The Dead Shed's out there. Like there, Bunch of hippies. There's, yeah, there's, there's a good community out there. You know what I mean? There's a really solid community out there. Shout out to all the commune out there. <laughs> <laughs> all them hippies. Let's oh, go. Yeah, the Ida yeah. hippies. Yeah, taking care of business, just being mindful of their space and being mindful of the, the their environment. You know, it's really good people out there. But the money really like only had glimpses of like we just did baller shit and that was it for like a couple months <laughs> you know what okay. i mean so it was like we stacked our cash but we fucking spent our cash just as quick as yeah. we made it so we didn't really make too big of waves which is fortunate like you know, we we never had too many incidences like yeah, yeah. getting, getting in, trouble. in trouble or anything like that. But this is all an amazing time in the world, in my opinion. Like we have accessibility to so many different styles of souls that you can connect to so many different attributes that that person has. Like yeah, the the style of people that are in Idaho. You think that they're cookie cutter, and you just gotta look a little bit deeper. For, For sure. sure, I feel like that's with every community or every state that seems like smaller. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You just gotta you know just gotta where to tap harder, in, dude. You know? 
That's true. You can't be drilling for oil yeah. in fucking Florida. <laughs> exactly. Your community's out there. You got to yeah. You gotta go dig a little deep and find them. Yeah. And so maybe when you're pushing all this stuff and all this weight, is there a time that hits you maybe that you're like, damn, like we're in it, like heavy. Like was there like a moment, like a flip of like, yeah, like we were doing a couple pounds to like 20s, 30s, 50s. Yeah. Hundreds. Like, when when was, like, a big moment for you, kind of, in that Go sense? Go ahead, hit that shit. I would say... Um, hey. UCC, what it is. I'd say a big moment for me was, like, when we started picking up, like, packs of concentrates. You know what I mean? Okay. When we were picking up, like, okay. 30, 40 pounds of concentrates and, like... Getting all the different viscosities and getting like wow. rosins, rosins, shatters, like seeing even different styles of extraction methods from like BHO to like an ethanol or like a, a hydrocarbon, you know, and like seeing what those characteristics express as on the same strain, even like having yes. people that have the same genetic around the same plant and being able to see it in different manufacturing formats essentially it's really cool to start seeing like key characteristics that uh, that particular strain would have with different extraction formats it's really cool 100 percent. it's crazy too that you talk about concentrates and it's already like 20 pounds 40 40 pounds yeah like, dude it's crazy to understand that i mean most people probably don't, haven't even seen one like held, held one pound yeah no, in a sense of hash pound. right like that's like people buy a gram right like yeah 28 28 of those little pucks like crazy yeah and then dude. you gotta like right 40 pounds so times that by 40 like wild yeah dude. wild quantities and stuff was there the, so what what stood out to you? The one sad part was we never saw any like five star, six star bubble okay. hash. That's one thing that we never really got our hands on. Like the main thing <laughs> that we were seeing was like, and like I'm younger, you know mm -hmm. what I mean. Yeah. So like I've been a part of the culture in a different wave where it hasn't been just shatter. You know we've we've had a second to accumulate different curing processes even and like seeing the way that the game has really changed for concentrates in the last like 15 years you know is nuts it, it's really beautiful and to think about it of where it's going now like with piatella and like non-stat or static uh dry sift hash being like top tier now yeah. instead of uh, a bubble hash you know like dry sift interestingly has had some of the like most controversial um people come and say oh it's it's dry sift it's not as good but if you look at it and like you smoke it some of the best smoke has been out of dry sift yeah you know static good old static tech the static tech yeah good old static tech dude <laughs> dang that's crazy so static tech what what is that Static tech. There's a, with oh, dude, there's a couple of different ways that you can do it, but it's a, essentially a refinement process. So let's say that you get a bunch of keef that you don't know what to do with. You can like spread it all out on parchment paper and like fucking get two CDs, rub those bitches together, get some frequencies going, and then just run the CD over the top of it, and it'll start to collect the the stock of the trichrome instead of the actual head. It's really unique, but it's just like static electricity, essentially. That's like a super OG. There's, of course, better ways yeah, to do it. Yeah, like CD, this, like CD, like yeah, circle CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DVD, yes. circle CD. I was like, cannabis arrived. I was like, okay, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. For real. You only know the CD's okay? Yes. But that's what you would do, and then you would drive, like, that's essentially what it <laughs> yep. is. But they, they, of course, have better techniques for it now. But to do it at home, at scale, if you would like, that's how you can do it. So if you're somebody that has a grinder that's big, and you have a fat bowl of keef, try it out. Refine it. Yeah. Refine Throw it a little bit. on some parchment you know, paper. Throw out the bad stuff. CDs. Get yourself yeah. that, that, the good, the good keef in there. Yeah. And then smoke it and see what's up. Yeah. I, like, 
highly recommended, but it's mm. heady bat shit that you do for personal stuff. You know what I mean? I never got True. rid of anything that I would spend time, <laughs> you know, yes. doing the static yes. tech too. But yes, true. So you pushing all the concentrates and stuff, was there, what was like kind of sought after? Was there like... Honestly, people loved crumble. Crumble. Crumble, just because of how easily malleable it is. People love to be able to work with it. It's fun to play with. Like, it's almost like a sand style mm. consistency, yeah. especially when you get like an ounce of it and you just have a jar that you can just fucking turn. It looks dope. And I don't know. I feel like most people would like yeah. liked crumble just because of how easy it was to work with. And like... We had shatter, and, like, our shatters would come in, like, individual packs. So, like, it would just be grams, you know, that we would buy. We'd yeah. buy a bunch That's of those. sweet, dude. Yeah, dude. So, people love those, too. We would, we would yeah. take care of people with those. Like, shatter was always bottom-of-the-barrel stuff, so we were selling it, like, 10, 15 bucks a gram. People would just scoop up monster amounts, dude. Yeah. And, like, we were picking it up for, like, three, four bucks a gram. You know, so we were still doubling, almost tripling our money. Yeah. And easy. Yeah. Everybody munched it up. Already tripling your money. And you're hooking the homie up. Don't forget that. That's what it's about. Yeah. Like, I could have been charging 30, 35 for sure. And, but there's, there's methods to, to keeping people faithful and truthful to you and there's a reason I didn't get in trouble you know what I mean it's because I took care of people and there's a way to function in the cannabis world and it's through love you know that's hey, one thing about one the more industry time. That one time. there's one thing to function through the cannabis yeah, industry and it's through love dude. there you and go like, you guys community is it, everything in cannabis passion you for the plant the way. love and passion for the plant yeah so we all come here and like you can be walking down an alley you smell somebody smoking a joint you'd be like hey you'd be like it's my dog you know it's it's all love like like, that just smells good bro yeah (laughs) but like flip the coin and you can hear a mother telling you a testimonial of how she's been able to implement it and have true true hallmarks essentially of her of her physical and mental and spiritual essence like she's been able to hit new boundaries within her her personal life and like my I I say mother because I'm talking to my own I that's why I say mother my mom has been able to make some of the most astounding breakthroughs through the implementation of cannabis and my Mm. mom used to be a police officer Mm. and she has had a, a really interesting um foresight for cannabis Mm -hmm. and through me educating myself and educating her she's been able to really start getting ingrained into the culture and understanding what it's about and like me watching my mom be able to start stripping away medication and start implementing just like one hit in the morning and take away so my mom was on a 15 pill regimen like she she was taking 15 different medications To take care of her problems and my mom had a hell? lot of different ones that were just corresponding to the other medication right Not even your mom this the one pulls, describing that yeah and um <laughs> she has had a really hard medical journey and like through the implementation of cannabis she's been able to remove eight and nice. she's down to eight pills now. that's beautiful man that's beautiful yeah, and like this is what cannabis is for. It's for the alternative. the alternative methods and and taking care of yourself for yourself and and like looking in a much at healthier way. The, yeah, looking at all of the the concepts of medication and how they actually infiltrate and and mess with your body like on the a side hormonal effects and everything level. Yeah, yeah like if you look at like the how me- medicine corresponds to us it's never in a good way there's always a huge list that follows that you have to be worried about x x x x x x x x and you might die right. <laughs> you know um, what i mean have yeah. you you've heard the commercials yeah. you know what i mean but cannabis like yes there are stipulations to using cannabis that you need to be mindful of if you have like of course schizophrenia in your family bloodline you should be mindful of using cannabis and consult your doctor before implementing or it. taking some mushrooms you know or that, like you have yeah. to be mindful but these are true things but like nothing that cannabis holds is something 
that you wouldn't be able to I don't know how to illustrate this right now but cannabis is something that you can always implement through mindfulness it's even in a minute dose so you can take 2.5 milligrams to stimulate your ECS system and still get some of those corresponding um, phytocannabinoids to start connecting with your endocannabinoids and start yeah. creating homeostasis. Yeah, it's still beneficial, getting, even the small ass dose. Yeah, and start helping homeostasis inside of your body. Like when the CB2 responds or the CB1 responds and GABA and L-theanine are produced yeah. in your body. Right homeostasis is easier to obtain mm-hmm. and when you're out of homeostasis that can be from a simple like cold you know what i mean mm-hmm. it can be implemented in so many different ways so there you go if you're curious start low start low go slow go yeah slow. you know yep. you, you hear yeah. it and you see it everywhere That's yeah it and it's for a reason you know yeah. yeah yeah because there is benefits when you do seek it out mm-hmm. for, for sure, sure. And it's through education. This is a real substance that everybody should be very mindful of in the consumption of cannabis, you know? And and there's so many beautiful attributes to it when you are mindful of the consumption. Right, right. And it's like crazy because I was listening to an episode yesterday about um, how cannabis for a lot of people is one of the only things that people aren't conscious about as much when it comes to smoking, like you go into the store and you'll buy something, but you'll go and smoke like whatever, you know, back in the day, you know what I mean? So they were talking about how like we have to continuously as like patients try to seek that knowledge, you know, try to understand what we're smoking, try to understand. Cause then you, you run into people where they're like, yo, I hit it and I fucking had the worst anxiety. Well, it's like, well, how much did you smoke? I don't know. And they're like, well, there you go. You know what I mean? I took this really big dab right, of coffee. Yeah, I take, a, I take an edible like, and I freaking, or, I couldn't yeah. even think for hours. I knocked out for eight hours and you're like, well, there you go, right? If you knew, you know what I mean, what you knew or educating yourself a little bit on dosage, right? It's just being as conscious as if you were someone handing you some alcohol. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you're not going to be like, just freaking gulp you, but like, you know, there's, there's ease and flow into it. Like the guy said, go low and slow, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's there's in minute doses right so yeah if you if you've been down that road where you're like yeah i can't i'm not gonna turn back that way maybe it's because you've been down that road where it was too much at one time and you're scared to go back but there is options there is research to show that it does work in small so don't be afraid to retry it again if you're out there and you're trying to find alternative like gabe's talking about Definitely. And it's crazy too because not only is it one of the fastest growing medicines now, yeah. right? With like the wave of legalization, mm-hmm. but it's one of the only medicines that people are advocating and telling others to seek out knowledge, right? Like you don't mm-hmm. really hear people like, what is ibuprofen, <laughs> right? What is penicillin? Right. What does that do to you? Like there's not people trying to dive deeper and give out that knowledge in a sense. Yeah. Right. Whereas like cannabis, like it is in an a lot of places you can even grow it yourself. Right. Like you're talking about growing and understanding your own medicine. Like that's a better relationship. For sure. Yeah. And I feel like because of that, it's going to help an insane amount of people. Yeah. And like it's different. To, and to take it a step further, to connect to a plant, to connect to Mother Nature every mm. day, mm. you know, and, and have that be something that can ground you out from the fucking chaos of this world. I live in, we live in the city. We, we live in a concrete world, right. and we do not touch plants nearly enough. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? Just I know that I feel better when I'm touching a plant. Oh, For sure. I can say 1,000%, I feel better when I'm touching a plant. Can I ask you a question real quick? When you go to like a grow or anything, can you feel like you, you feel the plants? Oh, like- dude. You should see us when we're in those rooms, bud. We're like, we're like, I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seven pictures. It was crazy. We'd yeah. be running around there like yeah, kids. It was crazy. Yeah, we're, yeah, we it, we tap yeah. into a kid-like state, and we're jumping around. Dude, come check this out. Yeah. Like, like we're embodying what cannabis should be, and that's fun. Yeah, and it's love. It's fun. And we're there to enjoy it. It's work, but that's life. You know, like. Life is work. Work that's worth putting in will always get you something. Yes, if you love it, if you love what you do, man, I mean, it's not work, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'd say with cannabis and everything like that, it also helps like ground you, 
You know what I mean? Like you're saying, it helps you touch a plant, kind of get that human nature aspect back. And that, yeah, right? There's like that symbiotic relationship with you, and right? It takes care of you. You take care of it when you notice yeah. it's in your home, right? It feeds you oxygen, right? It's people, I've heard, one of the craziest quotes I've ever heard was that like, rainforest, <coughs> rainforests are like the world's lungs. Or like Earth's lungs. For sure. You know what I mean? Like the world, you know, like rainforest from South so America down to Africa, down to China. You know what I'm saying? Like these You're rainforests taking... that are ecosystems of hundreds of football fields of, right, of oxygen, right? Like these yeah. plants, right? Like that we're talking about. Like, can you imagine the other cannabis plants that might be in those rainforests? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. Boy, what? Yeah. <laughs> right. We're going to Jupiter tonight. well that's crazy though do you think that there are indigenous cannabis strains in the amazon oh 100 percent. especially i I was showing you guys the other day they found a new strain of cbd in brazil and there's over hundreds that contain cbd that contain cbd with plant like similar plant like structures Mm -hmm. sure so hundreds of plants and animals they've yet to still discover and insects that are still in the rainforest it's crazy to bring it to bring it to you when yeah, we talk so about landry's too. genetics and everything mm. tell us your landry's genetics give us like a top Ooh, three or something just a top three landry's to have yeah i would love to see of course the um vietnamese black that's one that i have been dreaming of for a long time vietnamese black for sure two A, a true Afghani, a true Afghani for sure. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. That's got my stamp of approval. And just because I want to see but. it, dude, the Hawaiian duck foot, the the Hawaiian mm. land race, that one okay. just fucking it interests okay. me. I want to see it. Okay. You know. I okay. think it's a cool one that's just like an odd oddball. Yeah. I think there's a lot of really cool land races, but that one's just like hello. Weird. <laughs> no, exactly. So I like the oddballs, you know what I mean? I like the freak show cut as well. Like just because it's so unique and like shout out Canna Research Co. for like having an extensive line that they've done of, of, of breeding with that specific variety. They even have a V2 that's like a cannabis structured leaf, but it has like extra whippets at the end. It, I don't even know how to describe it to you, but it's really cool. Man, that'd be crazy to grow. Right? Like, like so it's like... It's like it's $700 ounce, if you really think about it. Nobody else is going to grow that shit, you know? <laughs> Nobody else is growing it. So for exclusive <laughs> list alone... <laughs> On top of those heirloom gen- like genetics, the land race he was talking about, like, what continents around the world would you like to, like, smoke it? Oh, dude, like, Spain. Like visit? Like, Spain. Spanibus. Spain. He said Spanibus. Spain. 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 We'll see yeah. Literally. He said, quick, y'all, you heard that? Spain. Spain, Get dude. This man, the ticket Spain. Spain, for sure. Spain is going nuts. I really would love to get Spain. <coughs> They're getting down out there. They're advancing for sure. Um, and like, if it's really cool because like we talked about this a little bit on V one of my podcast of like mm-hmm. the differences between like a Vietnamese land race and a, a like a Spain um, land race, like a Spaniard land race. Um, if you look at the demographics of the people that live there and like what their everyday lives consisted of, Vietnamese people have a much more strenuous life, more backbreaking. But like the the fishermen in Spain, they were going out on the water every day. They're being active. They were they're really needing like something to keep them going. But where in Vietnam they needed something to help them relax at the end of the night. I feel like that there's been certain blessings given to specific parts of the land to help the people in those places. So like people in Spain, they need more energetic strains. People in in Vietnam need need more sedative, more therapeutic strains to Mm, help with their their harder living standards, you know? And like if you look at like Afghanistan, same scenario, some of the more sedative, most sedative cannabis strains to be around you know and like some 100%. of the, just the heaviest shit out there 
and they have one of the hardest lifestyles and like if you look at Argentina same you know like a, a lot of the Argentinian strains they have a, they have a really unique expression. Argentinians are really unique, though. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. You know, they have a cool culture. They, right. It's really beautiful to see like how cannabis has brought life to certain parts of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and like it's key in a lot of different cultures. You know, Chinese people have it in their medicine as well. Right, right. It, it's really cool. It's yeah, really Chinese really cool. have it ten, traced as far as ten thousand years ago in their scripts using it for medicinal uses from their emperors down to their different dynasties and to the different generations. It's yeah. crazy. Even and like uh, Catholic religion mm-hmm. using it to burn in their... Um, you know how they have that candle thing that they burn? That they go down... The, I don't... Yeah, no. 100. I don't know Pre- what it's called. Pre-1930s, yeah. you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Yesterday I was talking like to... Kind of like I was yeah. talking to some yeah. of the squad earlier and I was, I was asking them, it would be crazy to live in a parallel universe where it was like... What, what what it would be for you for you for you guys to experience a world where cannabis was legal in the 1930s right if yeah. it was legal from then on right like what a world we would live in that would be wild dude like if they had just kept the legal it just kept it legal you yeah, know yeah. what I mean can you imagine in the 50s wild. hey can I get a green crack you know what I mean yeah. or some marijuana you know what it, it's just and then it like goes down and it comes back up so I feel like we're living in a trend right now where it's coming back up and you know keeping it alive so you talked about spain being one of those continents any yeah. other any other continents that come a close second to it or countries countries oh man canada yeah. canada Bruce. yeah yeah right. canada canadians shout out next level technologies right. shout out dragonfly earth medicine huh. yeah. shout out big ltd oh man it don't stop yeah. out there shout out van gypsum you know yes so those are, those are the spots right, right now yes yes, yes. Yeah, you hear that, Canada and Spain? Get us Canada out there. Spain. We need you. If you know, if you got any peeps out there in Spain, cannabis, get us connected. I got yeah. some homies out in yeah. Spain actually. You hear that? You hear that? We're coming out there then. Try when you talk. Try to talk towards the mic. My bad, brother. It's alright. It's good. Get in that mic. Get in that <laughs> mic. <laughs> I know you want to look at Seth's beautiful face. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> So what are you smoking on right now? What's um, in the rotation in this is Gage apple Life right tart. now? I got apple some tart. apple tart and some nice. cereal milk. The cereal milk's been smoking for me. I like this apple tart, but the cereal milk lately. I'm where's your Where's your palate on on the spectrum of taste when it comes to flour? You Ooh. know, when you got your gasoline skunk all the way down to your sweet, down to your candy, down to your fruit, citrus. Right, you know what I'm saying? Earthy. Like we're earthy, right? Then you can, then you start going to the unique ones, right? Like meat, right? Vinegary, like ammonia, vinegary, yeah, metal, rubber, lilac, rubber, right? Like, where do you stand in your preference of palate? Flour tastes like pennies. Yeah, it tastes so, like coffee. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, so, man. I can't lie. I like tasting the most unique expressions. Mm. I want to have something that... Oof, like that taxi I driver. Yeah. Something I want tasteful. something that, that we've oh. never tried before. That's something that like just isn't on your palate normally. That you can't oh. just go to a shop and pick up. You know what I mean? Like I want some like... The Panama Red. Mm, that, Panama that was spicy. Red. Con- yeah, you, extra yeah. spicy. Really delicious. I don't know if it was just I mean. placebo. Definitely that dirty taxi yeah. was crazy. The dirty taxi. Yeah. Super nuts, too. You know what I mean? So goat funk. The you goat, the goat yeah, funk. Yeah, the goat yeah. funk mm. was crazy, too. Ooh. 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 Like, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> no, for real. Like, just stuff like that. I like more of those, like, really unique undertones and looking for what cannabis can express i like Mm. unique stuff i like being unique i like trying the stuff that's not atypical not the atypical route 
that's why I have like the the curiosity and the passion for like land races because right. that's where everything started. That's and where sometimes it, they don't sure. look the best. No, like, they land don't. Land races look all crazy they and weird, whack. and they're not yeah. the best bag of But they look the best right. in my opinion exactly. because nothing else looks, looks, looks like, like, that. like it, right? Because everything's like, been so freaking nothing. High. Yeah. I don't like everything just looking like cookies. Right, right. Yeah. So hybridized. You know what I mean? Everything having that cookie cut, like that that bulbous like style look. It is beautiful. It's great. Yeah, it looks great. Something different. Like Everyone. even apple fritters is, in my opinion, had, has been a little bit overboard. Like what? it's Come been on. it's been thrown into everything. It's an amazing strain. I love the strain. Don't get me wrong. It's a fantastic strain, but it's been overbred. It's you been, said, but relax out there. Yeah, <laughs> but relax. Like be a little bit more selective in like the capabilities of that genetic. You know what I mean? And looking at like how you can even improve the genetic instead of trying to alter it right away. You know, we just barely got apple fritters. Let's make it better. Let, let's let's backbreed it. Let's let's you know, make an S1, you know? Let's make an S2, S3, S4, S5 apple fritter. Mm. You know, and like hone it in a little bit more before we start just like expanding on it. Like the fine tuning, you know. I think that things could be a little bit more fine tuned than and less sporadic. Yes. Yeah. That, conscious, that's conscious gardening, conscious, conscious yeah, breeding, just, just conscious being a little growing, bit more conscious. Mind, and yeah. it's not to say that sure. like I just they're not being unconscious. I just think that there could be more. Yeah. Of it in there. There's I a lot more outside the hype. And yeah. there's trends. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of trendy shit going on, and people are like, "Oh, hop on that. That's what's selling. That's what looks good. That's what yeah. everybody wants right now." And so it just boom, everything's going to that, and then it switches lanes, and then. And then everybody forgets that, like, there is some of the most amazing northern lights just right around the block that gets no love. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> that that would stomp the apple fritters out in a shine out because it's had the time to, to accumulate some really, really amazing, especially if you have somebody that's pays attention to the way that they grow. Northern lights has Giving made a name it. for itself for a reason. Mm-hmm. Only the real heads that like are paying attention to grow lists or noticing the apple fritters is like a consistent thing that's being bred. You know what I mean? Like other than that, nobody else really cares because like it's just a back breeding. You know what I mean? They they see jelly tart. They don't see apple fritter. You yeah. know what I mean? They see jelly tart, and they they don't care about any what's behind jelly tart. They just like that it's jelly tart, and that's just how consumers are. But breeders, you know, we have to be mindful of that and think about, like, how much are we paying attention to a specific dynamic, even, of, like, flavonoids that we're trying to hunt. You know, like, the candy wave. Mm-hmm. All been candy. No gas. No chem. No funk. It has it. Where's the funk? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> Where's Give the, the man the funk. Just Give type, the type. man the funk. Diversity, Jeez. have some, yeah. Where's the cheese? Where's the cheese? Got that strain out, but no, that's like the thing. It's having a little bit more diversity inside yeah. of the the game that we get to run. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's why we get to be such an influencing factor on this. Is we care, you know? Yes, and I do think it's what you guys said too. It's it's not that everybody's kind of like closed-minded but i do think that people see the hype and just jump on it when there's just so much in the background that you're you are missing right yeah there's so many genetics so many land race strains in a sense you could have easy access to maybe seeds and everything right but it's like everybody is on the wave of candy so you know and things like that so it's like i mean i think the end of the day you should always try to do quality and what you want yourself but that should always be something new in a sense in my yeah. opinion you should always have and trying to be doing something new right and from that so what's your opinion on not i say opinion because everyone kind of has a different outlook on it what's your opinion on how the average consumer when going into a dispensary can help better their experience when purchasing uh something that's $60 versus something that's, you know, maybe 45. Maybe they're like, yo, this thing's like 29 THC because they're looking at potency, right? 
that's the biggest thing right now that a lot of customers are looking for is like that high THC. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go in there and try to bang out the high THC too. You know what I mean? But I'm also going to try to look for all the active cannabinoids in there see their terp profile. But that's me though, because I know. Mm-hmm. What are things for you that you feel like the average consumer, you know, to start understanding when they go into these places to help their experience? I would say think about what material you're and scenario you're buying. Like, so the cheaper flower clearly can't have as much attention given mm. to it in all aspects the nutrients that it's given the light that it's given the cleanliness of the room even love. how much the how much love the facility can put into their flower yeah. right so that's why you look at like jungle boys you look at cookies you look at like a lot of these uh, notorious people and like those are just big names that most people will know um those guys have a premium for their cannabis because they've had the opportunity to put the money into dialing in their facility mm. and keeping their own quality control mm. up to a point where they can promise you that this is a sterile environment for up. this plant to yeah. grow. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing is like you're creating an environment with killing an environment almost because like you want right. a small ecosystem for a living soil setup, right? Like, a living soil scenario, you want a small ecosystem living in that bed. But outside of that bed, you need to have that shit spotless. Not any foreign influences coming into that ecosystem. You're creating a bubble around it, too. You know, so the the money and the time that's spent into that also gets translated into the end product. And unfortunately, it is a little bit more expensive but it's always worth paying the price for people that have actually done their due diligence and honed in mm-hmm. on quality. And doing your own research, not even on strains, because that can get hairy. Right. That, that can, you well, can go on a big-ass yeah. fucking... Go down the Because yeah, it's so sad hole. going into these places yeah. and you see yeah. these guys struggling to just figure out what they want right? yeah. when they're in the line. Yeah. So, I'd say it's, so, it's not, you have to pay attention to the strain. But the biggest thing is just where it's coming from, you know? Yeah. Like there's always going to be better companies than other companies, and that's any industry yeah. ever, yeah. right? Like, there's always going to be people holding it down, putting quality first at their cost, mm. right? Yeah. To put the best product out there. And, I mean, it's our job and, like, your job as a consumer to seek out that knowledge mm. in those people. Yeah. Yeah. And And that's the key concept of it all is, like, being mindful of who you're interacting with act like it it's no other thing are you going to mcdonald's or are you going to hibachi what the like where are you going you know what i mean Mm. what do you want to put into your system and like of course there's always that time for mcdonald's everybody loves mcdonald's fuck fool sometimes (laughs) it sucks when it like i don't have money all the time mcdonald's helps me survive (laughs) And I'm, I'm oh, yeah. very thankful for Shout it. Cannabis, there are spots that are like that as well. Yep. You know, and there's no shame in that. No, no shame. shame at all. Mm-hmm. But being mindful of who's paying attention to what they're doing is your job. You know, being, go to Hibachi. Treat yourself. There you go. Gotta go to Hibachi. Gotta go to Hibachi. If you want to taste that shit, go to Hibachi. Yeah. And I will say the the other side of that too is... Usually, if you're able to find that more potent, for a lot of reasons, flower or vape or whatever method, you end up consuming less than what you would need if you did pay less, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and break, you want to break that down a little bit for the, for the audience? You break it down. So, when you, I know look you, at, you break it down. when you look at the potential of how many cannabinoids can influence your body and if there's only one specific cannabinoid influencing your body only one part of the receptor is continuously getting hit right so you got to look at cannabis cannabinoid diversity and biocomplexity of mm. the of the products that you're consuming because your cb receptors they have different portions that need to be corresponded to to get different reactions if you're simulating one consistently 
you're not going to end up being able to feel and enjoy the effects like you would hope because you do end up growing a tolerance. And there's a huge thing that, like, concentrates get you high as fuck, and then, like, you're good for a while, and they're big in, like, the, like, more broke side of, of life, like, on the lower end, you know? Like, a lot more of the lower end consume concentrates, like, shatter, and, like, it's just how it is, you know what I mean? They, they're, it's easier to transport, get some higher. The thing is, is, like, they end up smoking one bowl, and they're like, holy shit, I'm high as fuck, and they wonder why, compared to their concentrates, the THC... There's a big difference, 75 being on the low side of a concentrate and, like, 17 being on, like, a good range. I call 17% a good range of cannabis, like, THC in a strain. If you really look at it, it it's a pretty good average. 17% is pretty nice. Um, there's a huge difference, but the, the biocomplexity of the flower compared to the, the shatter is just immense. So that's that's the big difference. Mm. Nice, mm. thank you. For that sure, was a nice explanation. And on top of that, with the consumer trying to find what they want, what is Gabe on the hunt for right now? What am I on the hunt for? Good question. Trichome tortoise. Oh snap! <laughs> the Let's trichome go. tortoise. Tortoise. Oh boy. Picking up. I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real, bro. I'm on. I'm on that Come hunt on. for some, just some anything for anything. Him. Yeah, I it's really anything. respect. What are, you, what are you looking for? What are you hunting down? Strains, technology. I really, dude. I had some amazing papaya. Oh like, shit! I had an amazing papaya cut from Heritage Hashco's Huckleberry Farms Shut that ended up doing well. the work on that one. Um, that papaya was probably one of my most mm. tasty like delicious dessert i'm not even really a dessert guy but it had like a dessert-esque style smell like a really fresh like you know fresh ass desserts like mm. fresh you know like you can like eat like a barely got ton made. of them just has like berries I on it know. and just like creamy and yep. just, like just a little hint of a cracker and you're like i can monster i'm out watering right now that's the style of like flavor that that papaya had mm. and i was really impressed with is that what you're hunting um, I would say that I'm hunting for something that that man's got, Black Lime Reserve. Mm, I have had packs. a huge, a, like, I would, like, I don't even know what to call it, um, infaction, in, infatuation of that, Black Lime Reserve. infatuation, yeah. yeah. He had um, a crush. I had a crush on it, yeah. The first time it came through and I had some of it, it it stained my lips, dude. Like my lips tasted like lime. Like couldn't get it off my shit. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. You were licking your lips and shit, like damn. Like I I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. So something along those lines would be really nice to see. I I told you right. Uh no, that's Eddie. 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 Mm. That that's Eddie's cut. Eddie's reserve. Um, wow. But there was also uh, a Pine Soul Cold Fire cart mm. that I had recently. And, and Cold Fire, I give props to, dude. Their shit is amazing. It's like literally tasting Juice. a straight hit yep. of like, I was just took a, a bong rip. That's amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So shout out to them. I consider you guys like a bong rip. You guys are tasty as ever. Um, Cold Fire? Yeah, Cold Fire. Shout out Cold Fire. Their, their, yeah, their Pine Soul was really, really amazing. So, like, anything along those style of, like, chemical, funky terps. Nice. You know? I, I've been really liking the Citrus Chemical mm. blend hey, right now. Citrus Chem blend. Nice. Yeah, Citrus Chemical wow. blend is really what I've been looking for. Dang. Tangier blend. Chem blend, man. Anyways, that's awesome to hear, man. Because, you know, as customers or as patients or as connoisseurs as enthusiasts we're always trying to find something that's not even the next thing but that always fits our lifestyle you know what i mean whether we're hunting seeds or whether we're storing or whether we're like wanting to breed like it's amazing to hear those strains you know what i mean because not a lot of people might not know what a black lime tastes like for them it's like black lime you know it's like a blue watermelon you know what i mean they're like what you know what i mean black lime maybe that's like moly but for them, but for you to describe it in those terms, like it gives a visual aspect to them to understand yeah. the taste behind it. Yeah. And I think it helps the consumer to like understand that there is 
really vast differences with yeah. weed, right? Like right. fragrances, like smells, yeah. tastes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that does add to your effect, effects. right? <laughs> like that is effect. the entourage effect right. is like the, the smell, yeah. the taste, and your other senses for the plant. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful thing when you look at the complexity of cannabis, dude. It could be an old grandma smoking on a porch or a young homie just running up right. like running the streets you know having fun <laughs> but it's like it's almost the same in like terpenes you it got is. this weird funky ass armpit over here and then you have like your citrus candy over here it's just there it just the spectrum it, it's, it's meant crazy. for everyone there's something in there for you if you're willing to listen to it you know and mm. like therapeutics and like meditation with the implementation of cannabis even if you don't have a a physical element that that needs cannabis i recommend it you know tapping into yourself it can be scary it can be like heart pumping shit anxiety kicking but you're working energy through you you're allowing yourself to feel those high 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 volumes of stress and that's mm part of life you know and like now you can do it in a controlled environment and, and make yourself withstand some of those like more stringent times in life i can say that it's made me a more calm cool and collected person when i have a, a really constricting time of life maybe that's why they say that like stoners are just hey dude that's like the common <laughs> <Yeah>. consensus <laughs> is because we figured out how to deal with stupid ass stress that you guys like allowed to influence you so deeply where it, it it can change your life you know and influence you on an everyday basis it's okay to have bad days but some people have allowed it to go a little too far in my opinion for sure not a lot of people want to look in no they don't I think that's yeah. it. at the end of the day that's what really matters right you have to have some self-reflection to have growth yeah and people would argue that's where the most growth is right on so I know that's where the most growth is for me personally. There you that, go. It's been astronomical for me to sit down and call me out on my own bullshit. You Get know to know I who mean? you really are. Yeah, right. dude. Take own, like own who you are. You're. Each one of us have been given the gift of not only like giving life, but sharing life, expressing life. We've been given so many different things, and like there are sad things with that you know Mm -hmm. it's part of it but that's what makes it beautiful everything encompassing allows us to experience and hold each other in those times of sorrow and like feel the other spectrum of love because we know how much it hurts to hurt Mm. you know yeah being there for your friends dude that's like the the main consensus of what i'm trying to say is like love your people you know you're the only one looking out for them i say it all the time People say, nobody's looking out for you. Nobody's got your back in this world. Nah, fuck that. I got my people's back. Yeah. I I can, I, my friends call me, I'll be right there. You know what I mean? Just let me know when when I can show up. Yeah, and I'll attest to that. Because that man helped me move, I don't even know how many boxes. Hey. No, that's my favorite dog. Boy, what? Go. Boy, what single family moved me and my family out? Hell yeah, dude. Straight up. Hell yeah. But yeah, like that to me is how you show up as as the best you. You know? Yeah. You got your people's back. You know, fuck that shit. Don't listen to society. Mm. People have your back. It's, you're not alone. I'm, I'm on a fucking couch with four people right now i'm not alone gang you know what i mean squad it's a, it's a common thing that people feel alone but forget that they have a a full community around them right. waiting for them to let down their guard and be held you know that's that's the biggest key mm-hmm. is to allow people in you know yeah oh yeah yes big facts Big, 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 big facts. I can't agree more, man. Thank you, Gabe, man. We appreciate all the insight. Yeah, man. All the freaking background knowledge. Letting us into your world. You know what I mean? Into Gabe's mind a little bit. Tapping us into different strains, man. And catching the people up on what's good and what's not good. You know what I mean? Like, Is there any last thing you want to say for the people out there, man? 
The cannabis community revolves around love. <laughs> Don't forget that. That is my message to everyone, I would say. Is no matter what the situation is, no matter if you're just coming into cannabis or if you're witnessing somebody use cannabis and you have stringent feelings because you're unfamiliar with it still, try to come from love. Hmm. Look into the facts. Hmm. Be willing to hold people for being them, you right. know? That's that crazy because I watched a movie yesterday, and I know this is a little tangent, but I watched a movie where the parents literally kicked out the older brother, but the little brother had the weed. Damn. Right? And then, but the, little, but the older brother was like, it's all right. Just know that's shitty weed, by the way. And then Man. just bounced. You know, it was Breaking Bad. It was Breaking Bad. It was a show. Mm. I started with, but it's crazy, you know what I mean? Because how many people have been like kicked out? I think that sounds yeah. familiar. Kicked out of their home, you know what I mean? For getting caught with it. Yeah. Like, get out of the house. How many old, like, back then, you know? Yeah. But now it's like, if you come from a place of like, yo, they just, they probably have been bullied at home. I mean, school, you didn't even know it. They just need something to, to, to release. Yeah, right? But you kick them out anyways. And it's just crazy. Coming from that place, yeah, man. Come from love. Each person's going through their own task, and they may have an element that's not physically appearable. You may not be able to see it, but underneath, they could be dealing with something, and cannabis is what's helping get them through that. Be mindful of that, you know? Love your people. It's a great message, man. Love your people. Always. Always. Always and forever. Let's freaking love first. Big shout out. Gabriel Flores, hey, thank you, UCC thank you. member. Appreciate you, boys. Love hey. first, baby. Nah, here first, man. Make sure to tune in on the show. Stay tuned in on our Instagram, YouTube. You talk cannabis club. Talk you know cannabis what it is. Club. You know where to find us, man. Come on. UCC, what it is. We can, we can start posting. Soon.